It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies in cinema, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors beware, as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryce, and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey there, Jim. Hey, hey, Bryce. How are you doing there, Jim? I am fabulistic. Mm. And Murray, who's wearing a Jurassic Park t-shirt today. What? Uh, what's your favorite Jurassic Park movie there, Murray? Gotta be OG, the original. The original? Yeah. Is there any... Not, do any of the other ones come even close, or is it just a runaway? They all have dinosaurs. They're all fun to watch. They're and fun. they're eating people. Yeah, it's all they so, need. It's all they need. Except for the last one, which I don't think anybody was eating. Oh, so. I'm sure somebody got it. So with the introductions out of the way, let's... Rage on. Oh, baby. Thanks to all who have been supporting us. If you love our independent podcast, please like, subscribe, share, and give us five-star rating on your listening platform. Or, even better for us, support us and join the Film Rage community by joining your membership at buymeacoffee.com forward slash filmrageyyc. If you cannot commit to a membership, you can still buy us a movie rental and dare us to see a terrible, terrible film. As long as it's played anywhere in cinemas in the world. And you know what? We'll watch it. But let's get to raging. You know what? First, let's have a word from our sponsors. Hey, Bryce, what are you doing tonight? I'm going to my favorite cinema, Canyon Meadow Cinema, to see the best second-run movies at the best price. What? How inexpensive are they? Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Makes me hope they also serve pizza. They do, plus a lot of other great food choices. Plus, I'm planning my office Christmas party there. They can host a plethora of options for any get-together. Gaming, movie, drag show? Drag show? Now I know where I'm planning my next party. Hey, maybe you think there's a, a Liam Neeson or a superhero movie plan? Ugh, I hope not. But uh, maybe there'll be a great independent documentary. Sure. Call CMC at 403-670-5444 to book a special event or go online at canyonmeadowscinemas.ca. else feel as groovy as I do today? Nope. <clears throat> I am feeling super groovy. Alright then. Groovy just saying. Like drive-in movie. Yeah. Just like that. Wish it was a drive-in movie. Mm. Nailed it. I miss drive-ins. Me too. Thank Mr. Dog for that one, I believe it. I miss the weather that comes along with drive-ins. Right. Yeah. Worst. So we saw a couple movies in cinemas, I think. Uh-huh. Well, Murray and I did. I did too. Did you? Yeah. How would we know? We never see you anymore. You're just like a ghost to us, except Wednesdays. Watch his football. American football. It's football football season. uh, I'll be showing my face here soon. All right. Perfect. Because the people want to see me. Well, we are the people that you see. So, yes, it's it's true. I'm sure we're going to see each other this weekend. 
I'm almost positive. Uh, maybe, possibly. Yeah. yeah well, there's some playoff football happening. There is indeed. Yeah, we gotta we gotta work something out. If I, if you wanna go to what I think you probably wanna go to. Yeah, we did. Uh, we'll talk Friday about is what we're we'll thinking. Talk about it. Friday's good. I can, that, I can that's do Friday. Right. We will see Bryce Friday. Let's get on. With Everybody who's listening now knows we will have a fantastic Friday. Yeah. Yes. All right. So. Back to the matter at hand. Uh, what did we go and see? A man called Otto. We did go see O T T O. O T T O. Oh, what the adorable. cutest kid! So cute. So oh cute. my goodness! You just want to pinch your little cheeks. Not really. All right. A man called Otto has a pedestrian plot combined with plenty of groan-worthy jokes with Tom Hanks auditioning for a reboot of Grumpy Old Men for two hours. And yet, it still works on some levels. My eye-rolling at the beginning turned to genuine affection for much of these characters. This story of a sad man who wants only to be with his deceased wife who regains his will to live through the efforts of his new next-door neighbors is not as bad as I was sure it would be. Mariana Trevino as Marisol is a force as she makes it her mission to bring Otto back to the realm of the living. But one of the things I had a problem with is Uh why she just met this guy and he obviously wants nothing to do with her. So why does she insist on injecting her family into this miserable human being's life? I can tell you. There are many of these whys throughout many many sprinkled throughout but i managed to get past that and i did genuinely care for many of these characters which was enough to make me glad i watched it not a whole lot of substance but still quite an entertaining story about a suicidal senior citizen a man called Otto was meh mavulous do you want me to tell you why uh she wanted to inject herself into his life sure go ahead because people who live in a world of positivity, such as myself, like to inject themselves in people in, like you two who are negative, and it gives us joy oh. to see you smile. See? I, You're both smiling right I now. I am why? the least negative person that's why, you'll that's ever why I keep meet. You, around. you just ha- carry around this resting just, bitch face all the time. Just like Tom, really just do. like Tom? Otto, I Otto. am a ray of sunshine. <laughs> I don't know. The first... Three years they used to come to, to the festival screens. Uh, I thought you were angry all the time. He is angry. I am yeah. angry all the time. <laughs> but I'm not, still a ray of sunshine. We're, we're not called film joy. We're called yeah, film rays. We come by natural. He was listening to on his headphones. But well, that makes that brings me joy. It's the best. Okay, well, let me tell you what I thought of a man called O T T O. Yes. So here is a perfectly good example of the worst trailer to advertise a movie that was almost nothing nothing like the movie they wanted us to think it was. On seeing this trailer, I had absolutely no desire to ever see this film. Remember that? I do. Yeah. I was in the same boat. I I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I thought it was going to be another version of Clint Eastwood's Gran Torino, except with Spanish people. And for some reason, it was a bit, 
But this film had a darker side I wasn't expecting yes, at did. all. A suicidal senior citizen. Yeah. This film was... It became funny after a while. <laughs> yeah. It actually, it actually really was. He was so was. bad at it. He was, the worst, <laughs> he was the worst suicide dude ever. He tried so hard. He tried... Well, not that hard. Yeah, pretty this, hard. This film... Well, he could have... He did, did carpentry for crying out loud. <laughs> I know. Well, he you think he could have done it better. He's He did... He was an engineer. He was an like, engineer, I mean, yeah. come on. But uh, this film... Film had amazing characters, as Bryce had already alluded to, that made you fall in love with them as the film progressed. It's funny from your comments, Bryce. I've been thinking the same thing from the beginning. I was kind of like, oh, it is Gran Torino remade with Spanish people. And then you start to fall in love. It did. <laughs> I fell more in love with the film and these deep. They were actually quite deep characters that yeah. they had in it. I did have some problems with the predictable humor and predictable progression of the film. But God damn it, if I wasn't bawling quite a few times in this film. <laughs> so as much as I wanted to really, really hate this film, as much as I did the trailer, I ended up liking it a lot. Not enough to love it, but I did like it a lot. Yeah. So it's Matt. Yeah. And uh, apparently myself and my wife and the 35 other senior citizens who went to see it. Yeah, there were so many senior oh. citizens in the they, theater. They Mine all too. had a... They all had a pretty good, if not okay, time. I think, yeah. Everybody, everybody left, left kind of smiling. Happy, yeah. Everybody, including me. So. They, they was, left happy with a tear streaming down their cheek. The lady beside me was bawling her eyes. Oh, me too. I like. I, good thing I didn't wear mascara that there time because, you, yeah. you know, it would have been a scary mess coming out of the cinema. But, yeah, um, yeah let's see what Murray had to say. He, what, what say you, Merman? Uh, what says me? Man called Otto. O-T-T-O. He is about an old guy. Basically mad at the world and all the idiots that live in it. This, I, this sounds, sounds like you. Sounds familiar. Sounds like Murray. Well, let me tell you a story. Mm -mm. It has to have, be a story. Can't just be review. Cause Once upon a time. It's a doozy, as you probably uh, remember. Yeah, well, I remember everything. Um, I went to my formerly favorite cinema after... <laughs> Being unable to use my movie card to get a ticket online. It wouldn't let me get one online, so I had to go in person. When I got there, huge line of concession, 12.30 on a Friday afternoon. I presented my card to the girl behind the counter. She tried to charge me full price for the movie ticket, which the card is supposed to give me a discount. Yes, it is. In the end, though, she ended up putting it through as a senior Nice. Which I'm a few years away from being. Just a few. Just a few. Uh, Is that so, the whole story, though? No, no. That's just a start. Oh, okay. Yeah, there better be more. So, uh, oh, there. It's a doozy. <laughs> trust me. It you is don't pretty know. good. He knows. I know, because as so, he was going through it, I was getting texts every five seconds. Every five seconds. <laughs> so I make my way to the theater. This is 10 minutes before the thing's supposed to start. Staff hadn't finished cleaning it yet. So they made us way outside. So they finished up, didn't bother turning the lights on when they were done. So, you know, the theater's dark when we go in, all, me and all those senior citizens. Well, seniors could have been a death trap in there. It was. I actually heard somebody fall. <laughs> somebody <laughs> fell. Broke a hip. Oh, there man. you go. Um, so, end uh, of the trailers, when the movie was supposed to start, top of the clock, the screen went dark. And it stayed that way. After about five minutes of nothing... I went out to inform the kid working out in the front that there was a problem. So I went back, 
for 15 minutes, the trailer started up again. I'm like, okay. <laughs> then the movie. The Whale? <laughs> what? WTF? <laughs> it was The Whale. Which I'd already seen. Yes. yes, we have. This is too crazy to not to, to be a, to oh, made up. Yeah, this is all true. Yep. I went back out to the lobby, demanded to see the manager, and told them the problem. Which one? So the, the, all the, of them? the recent one. That how, <laughs> nothing on the movie screen. And it was the wrong movie. Mm-hmm. So he fixed that in about 15 minutes. Then the movie started up. Like half hour after it was supposed to. Okay, so, so let me on. get let me get this straight. So you saw all the trailers again before well, no, the whale. Then there were different trailers. And then, but, and then they started. No, the it was whale. twenty minutes of trailers. Yeah. Then the screen went dark yep. for fifteen minutes. Then when they started, oh, let's put the, something on the screen. They started playing some movie trailers again. <laughs> then and they started the movie, and I'm like, wait, a minute, this is not. This is like, <laughs> this is the whale. <laughs> this is the best story ever. So I had to go out and fix it because, of course, I'm a projectionist. It's like my call in life. And all these old it people is. were not getting out of their seats anyway. Oh. Uh, so uh, so they, don't, they so, don't want to see the whale. So they yeah, want to so, see Tom so Banks. Thir- Thirty funny. minutes after it was supposed to start, the movie finally started. Needless to say, I was in a very auto place by that time. Yes. Okay. So the 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 question that's on my mind is: Did you approach this movie with an auto mindset, or did you connect with auto and uh, go? Yeah, I, I'm I, on Team Auto. I felt I could relate just based well based on the trailer, which like you said didn't really do it justice. But, yeah, but yeah, everyone around him is an idiot. Like the opening scene, he's trying to buy five feet of rope, and they want to sell him six feet of rope, and it's like a, do- a fifty cent difference, and he 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 just won't let it go. Like that's me. That's I, that, totally I, as I was watching, I'm like, I turned I, to my wife and I went. This is Murray next That's year. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I forgot, to, <laughs> forgot to write that. It's but Murray now. Yeah. This is me in about <laughs> 20 years. Maybe 10. Maybe now. Who am I kidding? Maybe now. Yeah. Maybe anyway, now. lucky for me, the always entertaining Tom Hanks instantly made me forget all that. In auto, Hanks showed us both a hard and soft side of this complex character. I've heard the movie compared to Gran Torino or Up. But this is kind of somewhere in the middle. It wasn't quite as dark as Gran Torino. There wasn't obviously much violence. And it was a more lovable character. Uh, as grumpy and bitter as Otto was, the supporting cast were all delightfully optimistic and cheery. Mariana Trevino was outstanding and won me over instantly. Yes, the movie was a bit predictable. And yes, it was a remake. Uh, but it was Tom Hanks being Tom Hanks. Kind of a grumpier Mr. Rogers. I absolutely love this film. And yeah, I balled my eyes out at the end. Nice. My first Mondo of 2023. Woo! Nice! There you go. I love it. Yeah, I, I uh, gotta admit that um, for an engineer, he could have been doing some more creative ways to kill himself. Yeah, he's doing all right. Yeah. Whatever. No, he wasn't. What's that? No, he wasn't. No, he did a terrible job. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that was a bit of a surprise. Like that, the the trailer makes it really look like this is going to be a really weak, you know. It, it was a surprise. Movie of the week soon, type thing. I, as soon as he was buying rope, I knew what he was doing. Yeah, did. so did I. I said, I "Oh, he's going to kill himself." I and did. my wife's like, "Why? He bought a rope. He bought five feet of rope." Yeah, <laughs> I had no and idea. And look at the rope t- style. He's yeah. he's yeah. not happy. He's going to die. Yeah, no, I had no idea. Well, and then, I wasn't well, sure when he when he 
canceled his phone and turned off his power mm. yep. in the middle of winter. That's when I got the clue. I'm like, yes. okay. But the thing is, I don't think he ever turned the power back on again. No, he didn't. For the whole no, winter. Because he still months. intended to off him. Yeah, until later. Yeah, until later in Much the film later, when yes. when all of a sudden So I don't know how he he managed to feed himself or Oh anything. well he he went they just oh, didn't they, show that part. They he eventually turned it back on because once did. he of course he did because because he I needed spring, I don't yeah know. i mean they, he became joyful and spent the next five years oh. with that family right so mm-hmm. it was uh, a little bit no it was i think it was yeah, i mean I think, the, I he was so. going to disney world and all kinds of cool <laughs> places world. with them anyway yeah i loved it that was awesome yeah it was a I, good movie. I figured you would yeah it had murray written all over it well as soon as I you must knew admit that, as i'm watching it i'm like yeah this is a murray movie oh Absolutely. totally and on top of being a murray movie it's actually murray and it's, right. it was good. Yeah, it was good, just like you. Okay. <laughs> just accept the compliment, Murray. <laughs> I didn't say and, anything. And the best, the best story was the whole Otto slash Murray introduction to this film that you had. Uh, it so. just, it, I just couldn't believe it as it was happening to me. It was kind of a good and, and I wish that happened to me. I probably would have mondoed it if that happened and this was the first day it was open. Yeah. So this is Friday at noon. I think there was actually a 10 a.m. Uh, screening, but uh, yeah, and I saw it there, Thursday. Th- there was there were so many, like the theater, at least the rows Sunday I was night. in, were all full. Like every seat in my row, except the one beside me, was oh. full. Really? And they, mine was pretty full too. And well, there's only se- two cinemas that were playing, and yeah. two, two seniors mine showed was up. Like two thirds, and somebody maybe. else was in their seats. Half, and they they wouldn't move. Like they they. They, they were too else old was, to yes, hear. No, somebody was in their assigned seats, and these couple wouldn't move for them. So they had to go find somewhere else to sit. That's ridiculous. So I had seniors fighting over their seats. I love it. And yeah, it was mostly old people. This is a reason why when you go to these movies, you want to bring things like a thing of brass knuckles, or because you want to see like the old people going at it. Or a friend. Mm-hmm. Right? Hey, old person. Because they know you can you, toss weapons to them. That's right. It's it's kind of like you know. First off. They have no clue that they've gotten a signed seat. Like, how many movies have we been in and yeah. since they started numbering seats yeah. where any person over the age of 65 doesn't know they have an assigned seat, even though they had to pick that fucking seat to, yeah, to be they, able they to move forward in the purchase. Uh, and unless every single one of them, them does be. like Murray, goes to the concession to buy the ticket. Yeah. And well, then they, they probably don't realize, oh, by the way, Mr. Old Person, who doesn't understand cinema these days or potentially getting on an airplane. You have an assigned seat, by the way. Did well, you no, know? But when you buy a ticket, they ask you where you want to sit. Yeah, but they could forget by the time they get to the anyway. cinema. That kind of makes sense. That I find entertaining. Not just, just the fact that old people just were like stop this amongst old each other. people bashing. This no, is I, not I, cool. I, I'm just saying, I found it entertaining. I'm somewhat bashing I thought it was funny. someone else in the room at well, the same time. Yes. <laughs> I, I thought it was funny. I think it's adorable. All right. Well, we got to see also Megan. <laughs> AI meets iRobot meets Chucky meets Terminator meets the Olsen twins. Okay. And there's not much. No. That is you can just scarier. Stop there. There's just <laughs> not much. There's not much scarier <laughs> no, yet than watching. There's not much. No, no. <laughs> there's not much scarier than watching an Olsen twins movie. Just ask me, because oh, yeah. I believe Bryce dared me I to see their you, entire collection at one point. In a New York minute. minute. Yeah, exactly. But horror movies know that 
Creepy little fuckers sell tickets. And what's more creepy than a creepy little fucker? That's right. Toys that the creepy little fuckers play with. Or creepy fucking dolls or CFDs. CFDs are in one of the many genres of horror movies. I have a bit of a soft spot for it, I'm going to have to admit. Mm. Ever since seeing His Majesty Anthony Hopkins play with a ventriloquist dummy in magic, CFDs have had me hooked, and I mean hooked. Because, I mean, also, who doesn't love Chucky? Uh, I like Chucky. Yeah, Chucky's great. Didn't need to see. Want to play? Didn't need to see a two-hour documentary about him, though. Yeah. Well, uh, well that, that's, was, a, that's not Chucky. For, that's just a documentary. A, it was good for a while. Yeah, it was. Yeah, until they got to what the fourth or fifth Chucky. It's like okay, enough. That's already. right. Once they got, but the uh, ultimate no, was, of all that Chucky's. That was all fine. They, while they were covering the films, I'm like, okay, I, I'm cool with this. It's one tip. Why are we talking about this? I don't know. You, you brought up Chucky. I did bring up Chucky, the but thing that I but ultimately. The best of Chucky is when you add another Chucky when there's Bride of Chucky. Mm. Just saying. I will agree there. This has all the great or not so great, depending on your viewpoint, for this genre of predictable tropes. Mm -hmm. You know pretty much everything that's going to happen before it happens, but damn, seeing a four-foot doll kill people for creepy motherfucking pleasure is what I signed up for, and she does deliver a few times. Does she? Yeah, just a couple. Maybe four, three. Maybe one. Once no, you three. Get the li- I know, I realize she kills more than one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. She does. Yeah, she, there's fun. Keep Some on going. I'll have my time. There's yeah, a reason you will. for that. I will explain that. Yeah, exactly. I did enjoy this trip down Tropy Lane. I'm I'm sorry. I mean, Tropy Lane. As Megan tiptoes through the tulips, slash, 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 slash through the neighbor's fence to inflict justice, as well as her other great moments of murder fun. And this is a a movie to watch with a group of people because half of the fun going to this was laughing together at Uh how stupid it was. Glad I went with my buddies, Murray and our pal Philip Philip, to see this because that was what made it more fun and made it all the way to a meh for me. But apparently there may be a sequel and maybe this movie will convince Bryce to stay away from all technology for the rest of his life. (laughs) And I got some stuff to unpack, but let's hear what you two say. All right. Uh, Megan, or M3GAN, <laughs> as it's written. Yeah, M3GAN. Uh, technophobia is an intense fear or dislike of advanced technology or complex devices, especially computers. Like someone I know who doesn't have a walking around phone. Yeah, that's actually just a present in this room right now. No one's going to have them in five years. Um, This movie isn't going to help with that. (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) Uh, I'm not that far gone, but I really dislike all social media and new gadgets that come out every six months. I don't like self-checkout, self-driving cars home systems that run your house for oh, you all those things. or siri slash alexa oh, i live for those two they're yeah, my favorite I, I got out that train a long time ago oh, i barely so have a cell train. phone because i need one but uh having said that i actually kind of enjoyed most of the film i thought the first half kind of dragged on There's i get the drag. filmmaker had to build the relationships between the main characters but i found the danger took too long to show itself mm. The android killing humans was a nice payoff, though. And 
apparently uh, the producers toned down the violence to get a PG rating, which is why you didn't see more killing. That's part yeah, of what I have part a of the problem Because yeah. it was so close to a PG, they took out anything that was even remotely violent and made it a PG movie. Which is kind of weird, but which we'll was talk a, about Which that was a bit. mistake. We'll talk about that in a bit. Oh, I'll be talking uh, about it real soon. People have called this Child's Play meets Terminator. No. Which I find is pretty much accurate. Meets Barney. Uh, uh, I had obvious issues with some of the plot holes, like a titanium indestructible robot who can be slowed down by a glass of water. <laughs> That's totally, totally could Believable. happen. That's totally and, and the ending was very predictable. The ending uh, was horrible. As most horror movies are. Awful. But considering I got to see this with two good friends, yeah. it was actually an enjoyable. It match. was. We were talking all the way through it. Uh, and my favorite part: this is the part where you run. Yeah. <laughs> that made me laugh. That, that made me. That made I couldn't. I'm still laughing. That was a good part. So it was a. It was a meh. Of course it was. Uh, two mehs. Yeah. What do you think, um, Mr. Technophobe? Well, sorry, what's the what's the term he is? Technophobe. Yeah, technophobe. It's technophobe. There you technophobe. go. If you are going to make a film like this, you have to do one of two things. You either make it for the masses and make it PG-13, or you go all out with the gore and violence and make it an R rating. Here's the thing, though. If you make that gore fest, you can sometimes get away with less than stellar writing. But if you decide to make that PG-13 movie that the whole family can attend, then you better at least write a good script because you got nothing else to lean on. Now, much of this was written reasonably well, but when it goes off the rails at the end, it drags the whole project down. I found this whole thing frustrating as a good movie could have been made with this albeit unoriginal concept. Mm. I feel as though this was made for 13-year-olds, yes. and maybe through those eyes, I could have enjoyed it more. If you would have been with maybe. us, you would have enjoyed it more. I'm sure of it. I will be the first in line for R-rated Megan, but PG-13 Megan over-promises and under-delivers. But Ronnie Chang is in this, and he always makes me laugh, so Megan was meh. All right. Woo! This is a win! Oh, yeah. I was waiting for the for the rage. Yeah, I love Ronnie Chang. Who doesn't? Is that, was that the boss? I don't know. Yeah, that's the boss. <laughs> He's so like non-committal to everything. He's just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I don't know where the hell did she get a freaking samurai sword? Just like lying there. I don't and know why we're talking about anything but Ronnie Chang. You guys, saying. you guys, well, you guys sat there and talked about it, this for the it and you didn't mention the only good thing in the movie, which yeah, is but, Ronnie Chang. But he was in that scene. He was That's in that true, scene. He yeah, was. he was. And he's, he's the best. Asian, and it was a samurai sword. I, I, so I love it. Connected. I love the thing I love about this movie is because it's so tropey and ridiculous. stupid. It's ridiculous that you can't stop but laugh. Like soon as soon as you know shit's going off the rail, I, I'm thinking to myself, I, I, did I hit, they not install the murder is, chip? Like this is just just one of those things. This is one of those movies I have a big problem with because it is so obvious that they made a version of this movie. That wasn't so that they could get 12 year olds to go to it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So it's, I just like, why? Yeah. Well, but that, make, I mean, make stand to your guns and, you know, yeah. if, and if you're producing this movie, produce the movie that, that you of the script that you got. Don't sit there and go, you know what? Let's see if we can get more viewers here. Yeah. To, and, you know, we can have a bunch of preteens and teens and uh, fill the theater with 14 year old 
I don't understand. Well, the, if it's fourteen-year-old boys, they're going. Does Megan come in a you know a boys model that we can use as a sex robot too? Because I'm sure that's probably what was going through the fourteen-year-old boys' thoughts. Yeah. Okay. Through the movie. I don't know that that's true. I don't know. It's what I usually think. If something's going to be made AI that can talk to me and do things, I'm like automatically assuming that they're going to have a so, sex robot. Just like the movie, this has gone off the rails. <laughs> And the ending was ridiculous. It's yes, just absolutely it ridiculous. They they actually had fairly good writing up until the end, and then it just, and it it didn't go so you know bat poop crazy that you could go, oh, this is awesome. It just was like, who cares? Yeah, by and the time it, you and get and to and the nothing end. made sense at the end. It's like, what is going on? You you actually didn't. You had the building blocks of something reasonably good. Like you could have made this okay. And then it just goes stupid at the end. I don't, you know, the, the issue I think ultimately though, with the film is that it's just such an overdone trope, right? Like mm. it, to Marie's point, it's like Chucky meets AI meets the Olsen or meets Barney. meets Barney. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just, it is, I think it's again, entry level horror. We're watching movies that, you know, same thing with, like yeah, the I MCU mean, and the stuff At the end of the like day, that. it wasn't made for me, and maybe that's the whole. Thing. Yeah, I mean that, that's ultimately it's, what it is. It's yeah. like superhero movies, right? They're they're making them for ten and twelve year old boys, and not for people to be able to go. Okay, if this is a superhero movie, people should be dying everywhere. Yeah, but like not just the superheroes not, don't die. That's that's the rule. Yeah, well, that's also what makes it dumb, right? Because. They if they're if they're making for for ten or twelve year old boys, why are all these critics going gaga over these movies that I are like know. in their forties and same 50s? reason why they love Avatar? There you go, same reason. So what is that reason? I don't know. Okay, <laughs> that's not us. We don't that's know. Not us. That's the worst. <laughs> hey. Hey. All right. This it is, is minute. time. For my now annual, annual list of movies that I'm oh. looking forward to this year. Oh, oh good! I bet you, I bet you, I bet you a bunch of the, your movies that you mentioned are going to be in my rage this week. I bet they probably will be. Oh, I guess at least half of these you guys are going to rage about. I'm going to check off the ones that made my. Well, we'll see. Just go ahead. How can you rage about it if they haven't come out yet? Oh, I, I can rage about. A yeah, lot because of stuff. the oh, movie that expecting. Oh, well, okay. Uh, first up. And an awful darn hurry. Yep. Knock at the cabin. Oh, that looks good. It does look good. I may regret it, given M. Night Shyamalan's recent track record. That's true. Old was um, I'm hoping this is more like his earlier films. I hope this is more like his earlier films. Yes, I agree, Marie. I hope it's more horror. Number two, not yes. more, which I'm going to get flack for, is Marlowe. I don't even know what Marlowe yeah, is. Well, it, it is a Liam Neeson movie. Oh, oh it's going to be terrible. Out loud, I don't even want to see it. it. You're going to have to dare me. This time, it is about legendary detective Philip Marlowe. Does he have special skills? No. He's a detective in the <laughs> Does 30s. Does he have Alzheimer's? No. Is he going to have to run? He's just a regular guy who solves Is he going to have to Does run? Does he have to run? Because I can't take watching no, him run again. He, that was, I was in more pain watching Liam Neeson run man. than he probably was running. But uh, uh, Suffice to say, we I am not looking forward to that. You're oh, right. Oh, sure not. But no. yeah, but it's less punchy punchy, more solving crimes. So it's it's still Liam Neeson. Right up my alley. I love, I love detective stories. You know, me and Sherlock yeah, Holmes. Yeah, it's true. So. I, I get it. Plus, it has a great supporting cast. So Even better. Liam Neeson uh, made two number good three, movies. Redfield. 
Yes. Despite this looks amazing. My misgivings about the messing with Nick the legend Cage. of Vlad the Dracula. AKA Dracula. Which this looks so good. I hold as sacred as you eh. hold zombies. It might be okay. It might actually be good. It might be. This looks amazing. Nick it Cage doesn't look amazing. Looks amazing. Looks amazing. It looks like it could be passable. It looks like it's a Nick Cage. It, looks like, it looks like I might chuckle once it's or twice. It's got two Nicks in it. It's got I know. two. Murray, I am also looking forward to Renfield. Uh, number four. Mm. Somebody will rage about. Oh, yeah. Yes. Mission Impossible. Oh, for crying Dead in a bucket. Dead Reckoning. Oh, I'm looking forward Clark. to that. Garbage. No. It's gonna be so Tom, good. Tom Cruise. Two yeah. hours of non-stop adrenaline duty. In space. Stuff. He's going to space, baby. I believe Is they he? shot in Norway. Oh yeah. Well, we we know it'll be good if it's one of these stupid oh, things that go yeah. to space because we know how good those are space when they finally go to space. Space movies are always the best. Anyway, I the can't wait. <sighs> I can't wait either. Next up, Oppenheimer. Uh, oh yeah! Look, Christopher I'm Nolan's really, new yeah, film. I'm really looking yeah. forward to Oppenheimer. Despite the fact that it has Matt Damon, I love Matt Damon. Damon. I like Matt Damon and Iron Man in it. Oh. What does that mean? What's Robert Iron Man? Robert Downey Jr. Oh, I like Robert Junior? Downey Jr. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I like them both. I think uh, Celia Murphy and the rest of the All Star cast will kill it. Yes, As and then had. Oppenheimer will kill people with his bomb. There you go. Mm. Uh, number six, the Meg. Two. Oh, oh yeah. it, that's Dutch not a French. thing. It, oh, it, thank God. That's is. not a thing. You're now it you're just making stuff up. Thank is. God there's there a Meg no 2. There's going to be a Meg there 2. There is a Meg 2. Nope. It's coming out don't this believe year. it. I wonder don't if the poodle's going to still survive. I don't know. I don't think I hope they start the movie with the poodle swimming. I think somebody's pranking you. Uh uh. I can't wait for this. Uh, Giant killer sharks. Yeah, eating people. It's okay. like. Literally, I'll be adding the Meg two to my rage. Apparently, I didn't Giant know this was a thing. Killer, oh, wait, sharks. Yeah, that eat people. Don't forget to eat people, Murray. And last but not least, uh, which I kind of added because I needed another one. All right, Barbie. Yeah. I'm looking forward to Barbie. Yeah. Greta Gerwig film written yep. by Noah Baumbach. Can't yep. go wrong. Yep, it's a winner. That is, winner. That is trailer a trailer. Looks a little weird. It looks. I'm not it looks exactly fabulous. a big Baumbach fan. I am during the last what? movie he made. I don't like him. I don't like any of the movies I've seen that he's had. What are you talking? Just saying. You not, gave it a not, man. Yeah. yeah, not not my, not my style. But Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling, and oh, Simu Liu. He's gonna see this one, so plus I hope it he looks it's Mondo. Looks like because <laughs> no, it's a writing. Credit, looks like there's. Oh right, that's right, that's right. We're good. Plus, it looks like there's some singing and dancing. Well, that's always that's good. And now I have that Aqua Maybe song stuck in my head. Uh, you missed uh, uh, the most important movie of next year, Murray. Two. No, two I movies missed your list. Number one, Cocaine Bear. No. And no. number two, John no. Wick 4. No. No. Yes. I will see them. I will not look forward to them. Um, that's the only thing I I'm looking forward to. I also left off about a half a dozen movies I know you guys are going to hate. Okay. Including James Caan's last film where he plays a gangster. Ouch. And Pierce Brosnan is also in it. That's double. Uh, I left yeah, that one off. That'll be bad. That's going to be really bad. Says you. Yes. Says us for sure. So we'll see, because last year, half of my list were rages at the end of the year. See? So. so you should listen to us, Murray, at the beginning of the year. We'll tell you. Uh-huh. Make two is going to be awesome. I'd like to be entertained. What can I say? Temperature rising. Vision blurring. Rage. Taking over. 
sweet, 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 sweet rage. So sweet. It is. I, um, my rage is kind of lame this week. I mean, we had a double meh week so far. In fact, it was, it was mehs all around. So are your rages lame this week? Yeah, just this week. No, oh, it's oh. not because of the mad that I'm raging. My rage this week actually has more to do with marketing. Uh, so okay. my you've, ra- you've my rage this lost week. Me. So here's the thing, and we've like when we we go see pretty much every movie in cinemas, yep. barring any things like Jim is ill or Murray's on vacation for two months. Or, or, you know, Whit- or Whitney Houston or biopic. Whitney Houston biopic. <laughs> I almost went through that. <laughs> but, you know, one of the things that really gets me, because if I'm going to see a trailer, mm-hmm. I want it to be good. That's reasonable. And I don't want, like, the new one, Knock at the Cabin Door. M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong knows how to make movie trailers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, seeing a man called Otto... If marketing would have done a better job marketing that movie for what it actually is, I think it would have been at more cinemas than just two. Because the marketing for it to anybody that's under the age of 65, apparently, because all three of us didn't have a real desire to see it because of the trailer. Because it looked like every other thing with a grumpy old man in it that's blah, blah, blah. But it was much more than that. It was. So the trailer for that was not good. And, you know, we've also talked about trailers that give away the whole movie. So, I mean, so... I still think uh, Babylon was one of the better trailers because it, it had misdirection yes. in it. But, <clears throat> but at its heart, it was still what the movie was. But it yes. just gave you all sorts of misdirection. Oh, I know what's going to happen. But no, that's not what happened. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. Babylon was fantastic. But that's that's my that's part of what my rage is is that of of the 10 movie trailers we see, mm-hmm. you'll get maybe one or two that are actually good trailers that give you enough to go, "Okay, this is actually I what really the movie's about." And then it it kind of doesn't give you the whole movie. Then you'll get eight where it's like, "Why am I going to the yeah, movie?" Yeah, I don't need to see this movie because the trailer like the movies we saw when we saw the trailers for the movies we saw this last week. I think all of them, as we're watching it, we're going to go, okay, well, now I don't need to see the movie. So it's like, it's like they think they're trying to give an advertisement, but it's like, obviously, they don't understand marketing for people who understand film. It's like, yeah, you just basically told me the whole movie plot and what happens, so I don't need to see it. So that's my rage. Mm-hmm. Better marketing for movies that I want to see. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I don't care about the movies I don't want to see. Fair enough. What was that one that you said that I really didn't want to see? Oh, Liam Neeson. See, the trailer could be the best trailer seen, on the world. The I best just... trailer on the planet, but I still don't want to see it because I know Liam Neeson's in it. It's about one of the world's greatest detectives. I don't need to see a trailer. Yeah, but it's it. Liam Neeson. I still so, don't think the Meg 2 is coming out this is. year. I cannot be more excited. It's not coming out. It well, is. this is a perfect segue, by the way. Mm. His rage? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my rage is Transformers Rise of the Beasts. 
Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Creed 3, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, Magic Mike's Last Dance, Indiana Jones, and the Dial of Destiny, Scream 6, Fast 10, and Dune Part 2. Oh yeah, plus Book Club 2, the next chapter, not to mention the pile of Marvel sequels coming out as well. It seems this year we will be in sequel hell. That is my rage. <coughs> Except, <coughs> it's only most one of mine was on there. It's most important. You should be very excited about Dune too. No. Simply for the oh, reason. Also, I can hear. Uh, I hope there's so much of that. But here's the thing. Hours. It's. <coughs> yes. Because. It's horrible. Because. Oh, this is the best sound ever. Let's it, give it an Academy Award for sound so we can listen to... It was, for three hours. It was fantastic. I it's love that awful. sound. Can you, can, I, can you do me a favor when we're done the podcast today? Can yes. you do that for an hour straight recording it? Because I want to listen to I've that already, work. I've already got a sore throat. You're going to have to clip the <laughs> episode put and put it together. Can't you put for, a li- loop for it? You know what? I could probably loop this for an hour and there get you, you an MP3. Thank you. I appreciate it. No, because Dune 2 has to be a Mondo. Otherwise, Denis Villeneuve is going off our undoubted list. Oh, that's so sad, because I can't imagine that it's going to be a Mondo <laughs> if I have to listen to <laughs> for another three oh, and a I half hours. I can't wait to hear that sound. And, you know, you you literally have to watch it again because it's not that. Like, it, I think you were, we because we were sitting second row. In I'm going to have to watch it again before the stupid second one, because yeah. all I remember is... <laughs> So good. Did anything else happen? All I remember is my brain rattling in my head because of this. It was so. I can only think about rattling in my head. That was the whole soundtrack. It it drowned out like the music that they were putting in because all you heard was. Then people would be talking and they'd be. (laughs) And it's like, what is going on? That's actually not what happened. Now you exactly the whole movie. Now you really have to rewatch it. I've seen it like six times since I originally saw it. And I'm it in a bad mood. Uh, I, I want to uh, earn myself. Uh, I want to earn myself into a good mood. Absolutely. Anyways. So yeah, the this sounds terrible. Your list was awful. Everything I know. It's the year of sequel hell. Except for Dune Two, and you didn't Just, list John Wick Four, which I'm disappointed in. But maybe you're looking forward to that. No, not really. Okay. Uh, rage subsiding. So, yes, there's a lot riding on this today. Is there? Yeah. So I'm a little confused by this, actually. It's okay. You're always confused. So um, on the list today, we're going to talk about a couple of things. One in particular um, is Bill Murray versus Adam Driver. Yeah. In the dead, don't die. Oh. Now, before we discuss who was more mesmerizing in it, uh-huh. Bryce has to let us know what his rating of it was, because it could seal the fate of Jim Jarmusch. <laughs> what was his last movie? Because I believe Jim Jarmusch's fate or, in well, being yeah, what, undoubted. What's on either side of this movie? Uh, I think that might have been the last, the last movie. movie wasn't it? That's the last movie? I think so. And what was the movie before it? Uh, just a minute. I think it was Amondo. 
Because I think that you gave this originally a rage. Okay. If my well, what's the movie before it? It's not a rage. It's a okay. meh. All right. So then this but the other one's got to be a mondo for me. Uh, yeah, because it can't be double meh. That's uh, so I'm pretty positive it's going to be a mondo because it was a mondo for me, mm. which is Gimme Danger. Yeah, it was mondo. Of course it was. This that is was, good. So good. let's just quickly blast through Jim Jarmusch's films. Yeah. The Dead Don't Die. Meh. Which for me was a Mondo. Marie, what was it for you? Of course it was a Mondo. Of course it was a Mondo. Uh, Gimme Danger was a Mondo. Uh, Patterson. Mondo. Yep. Uh, Only Lovers Left Alive, mondo. which was a Mondo. Uh, the Limits of Control, mondo. which was a Mondo. Um, that's a music video. Broken Flowers, which is oh, a Mondo. Super Mondo. <laughs> Coffee and Cigarettes is a Mondo. It was meh. Okay. So what about this then? 10 minutes older, The Trumpet. I didn't see that. What the hell's 10 minutes older, The Trumpet? I don't know. That's, that's not a says. movie. It says it is. Oh, it actually looks really good. What is it? Is the it series. Oh, maybe it's just a. Cl- oh, uh, no, it's a collection. It's not a. Yeah. It's a collection of films. I would know if there was a movie called whatever the heck you just said by Jim Jarmish. No. Okay. So then Ghost Dog, The Way of the Samurai. I love that movie. Mondo. <laughs> it's, it's, I really love it too. Uh, year of the horse. Have I got to eight yet? Like, yeah, he's, he's he's definitely undoubted. Yeah, he just hopefully his next movie's Mondo. It's a high man. It was a lot better than I remember. Yeah, see, I don't know why you were so grumpy pants about it. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I liked it. All right, Jim Jarmish is now officially unless Murray's planning on watching a bunch of Jim Jarmish films. Uh, no, that'd be a no. Okay, All right. so he is officially undoubted. I would, I would say that Broken Flowers has one of my top ten favorite last oh. five, well, even last two minutes of any movie ever. When he's just like looking around and he's trying, he's looking down the street, oh, and yeah. then it just goes to fades to black. It's one of those movies where every now and then you're like. Please just fade to black. Please just yeah, fade to black. This do. is perfect. This is yeah, perfect. Don't, this is just perfect. End it. Don't just end. It's got to end right. And did. And he did. I was like, you know that what? was beautiful. You know why? Because Jim Jarmusch is undoubted. <laughs> exactly. All right. So this is a tough one. For me, it was very easy, actually. Uh, who was who was more mesmerizing, Bill Murray or Adam Driver? So should we uh, just say the last name and we'll count down from three. Three, two, one. Murray. Driver. No, for me it was Driver. No, it was Bill Murray. No, I, I, actually, three, two, one, Tilda Swinton. Yeah, but she's not on the list anymore. She's not on the list oh, anymore. Oh, but I can't. Why can't she bounce people out still? If she, I don't know. but apparently we still disagree, so it doesn't matter. That's but right. Tilda right. Swinton was totally the most mesmerizing. She was in pretty this mesmerizing movie. in it. Yeah, actually, I, I still think Adam Driver was more mesmerizing. I couldn't. Oh. Every time he said, every time he said. Um, so it's going to end horribly wrong. It's gonna end it made badly. me laugh every time. Every time he he's sitting there, when he gets out of his smart car, that made me laugh. Everything, Every time he was on screen, yes. it didn't matter what he was saying. That's Adam a, Driver was on the Bill screen. Murray, I was mesmerized. Bill Murray didn't even have to say anything in this movie, right. and he was the most yeah. mesmerizing person on the screen. I didn't most find it. Yeah. Adam Driver. The two of them together with... Other um, than Tilda Swinton, which is a crime that she's not on this list. Yeah, actually, you know who is even more Just mesmerizing? Just because she made one... Bad decision. Well, people, she one, P- yeah, she did make a couple I bad decisions. But you know what? You know who was also mesmerizing in this was Iggy Euphoria. Pop. Let's face it. Euphoria was like the best. What are you oh, talking God, about? No. Change the subject. Yeah. <laughs> We're Just not saying, getting past that. I love Tilda Swinton, but not in that movie. All right. Well, 
More importantly, I rewatched Mothering Sunday. Did you now? And I had to. It took me an entire week because I hate this movie so much that I could only watch 15 minute increments of it because it is literally one of the worst movies I've ever seen. So when I said it was a rage back last year when I originally saw it and yeah. I forgot how terrible it was I because really it, it really did cave my brain in seeing this movie. What, what movie were and you watching? It, okay, Murray, it's a romance, soft core by or um, somewhat biopic period piece. Yeah. Where but there's nothing really happening well. except for walking back and forth between a house to, for people to have sex. It was completely awful. The dialogue was terrible. The movie was so boring and I didn't even enjoy the sex scenes in it. It was so boring. I don't even know how you could have given this anything but a rage. Like, it's terrible. I liked it. This movie was awful. I this it. is the whole reason why Olivia's never going to be. Uh, well, maybe she's got to make now a whole bunch of more that. movies before she can be uh, doubted. Mm. And she was only in it for a short period of time. She made bad decisions, too. Mm. Yeah, they all do. Yeah, I still hate this movie. Or you don't ever see it. You'll, you won't survive it, I don't think. So awful. So is there anything else we needed for the list this week? No, I guess that's Do we know it. what we're doing for next week? Should we find another movie where Bill Murray and Adam Driver are in together? I doubt they are. Uh, Bill Murray and Adam Driver in the same <laughs> movie? Uh, it's probably that a tough... French uh, Dispatch? I don't know. Was he in that? Adam Driver wasn't. Okay. Well, I don't, I don't think. know. But I don't know. Huh. Oh, oh there's sure like 80 wasn't. people in that movie. How, how do I know? Yeah. Then I fell asleep for half an hour. I would, say that, I would say there are probably more than 80 people. Yeah, there's a lot of people in that movie. Yeah, that's what it's I mean. such a good movie. Well, we'll co- I'm sure we'll have something for next week. You bet your little panties on that. All right, then. Hi, everybody. I'm George, the host of The Best Little Horror House in Philly. It's the show where we talk about the best horror movie ever made according to our guest, at least. And because of that, I figured I'd let the guests themselves tell you a little more about the show. Here's Betsy Sidaro. I'm sorry, sorry, it's just too too loud. Mike Mitchell. There's a lot of like, ding, 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 ding. Neil Campbell. Oh, God, this guy was like afraid to use a knife. It's going to, you know, do something brave at the end of Cowboys versus Aliens or something, <laughs> whatever. And Mike Hanford. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good, George. <laughs> so there you go. Some insightful and relevant commentary on why you should be listening to the best little horror house in Philly. And I'll see you, boils and ghouls, wherever you podcast. Bye. He's pretty good. That's what I got to say about that. Happy New Year, Ragers. It's that time of year for sticking to your resolutions, paying back credit card debt, and most importantly, getting ready to hear Jim tiptoe his way through his favorite genre, dance romance sequels. Because Bryce dared him to watch Stayin' Alive with the doubted John Travolta. What's that you say? It's not his favorite? (laughs) That's downright shocking. My mistake. (laughs) This week, If Jim managed to stay alive, he will join Bryce to come back to Papa and face the God of Rage's torturous bag of remakes, where I have made it my goal this year to break the boys. But mostly it's about re-breaking Bryce. Before one of them pulls High School Musical 3, which will surely destroy one of them, (laughs) I'm pretty sure I can do it. I'm confident in my abilities. After all, Bryce broke so easily last year, and they haven't seen anything like what I have planned. And no, 
I'm not laughing this time around. Enjoy the pick this week, boys. I love his evilness. He's evil. He's so evil. I love him so much. Mm. My kind of guy. Well, when you... Okay, everybody just close your eyes. If you're listening and you're not driving a car, if you're driving a car, just pull over. But if you aren't driving a car, then just close your eyes. When you see the opening credits and see it's the king of sequels as the director, Sylvester Stallone, with the doubted John Travolta doing a sequel, you know you're in for a treat. And by treat, I mean a torturous, rage-filled treat. Kind of like a Halloween bag filled with candies that are spiked with poison or dancing razor blades. Interesting fact to know, Sylvester Stallone has directed eight films. Did you know that, Bryce? Yeah, I didn't know it was eight, but like, yeah, that doesn't he's done eight me. now. So, so um, who will be discussed next week, perhaps on the list? And of the eight, I don't think he's gonna make one. Is not a sequel, but the other seven are either a sequel or part of a series. Just saying, there's gonna be at least one Mondo in there, and maybe yeah. maybe two. I don't know. We'll have to see. We will. John Travolta does his best New York Vinnie Barbarino slash Tony Monero mm. Italian stereotype meat sack impression, which basically means he sneers a lot and has a pouty angry face for the entire movie. But if you like 80s dance rock music, lots of leg warmers, dance practice, and then dance shows, and then more dance practice, men in tight leotards, ladies in tight leotards, cheesy dialogue, a predictable domance, you know, a dance romance. Come to me, think of it. Actually, the men in leotards weren't so bad, I don't think. Um, and no, no one, and I mean no one, makes sports athletic training montages like Sly Stallone does. Once again, in a romance film, I don't know why this seems to happen. It seems like every romance. They make a male character so unlikable and annoying, it's hard to get past anyone actually liking him, Travolta's character in particular. Although, this is kind of like a sequel to Saturday Night Fever. It really has no tie other than Travolta and his mom, played by Julie Bafasso, uh, who was the, pretty much the only thing worth seeing in this film. Even though it made no sense to try and tie them together in this film. I was just like, you know what? Somehow we have to connect this to the first movie, so let's throw his mom in there for no apparent reason. Travolta's character makes absolutely no sense through the entire movie with his motivations and how he treats people are all so stupid and annoying. There was a few shining moments in this film, though. Stallone has a really good sense for close-up shots and when to use them. So as much as I pretty much hate every movie he's ever made, I'm going to give him kudos credits for him to know how to use close-up shots. He does a great job at it. And any movie that is basically made up of an hour and a half with romance and dance moves set between music videos is pretty okay by me. Okie dokie. Yuppie dokie. Dokie ma go gokie. The gnokie. Dokie. The, 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 the,
training montage. Okay. 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 I don't I don't know. Okay. So so much badly done leaping in this movie. Badly done leaping. There was so much leaping. Mm. I don't know what was more awful. The dance practices, the predictable romance, Mm. or the absolutely deplorable character played by Travolta. Suffice to say, I was confused how this even got to a 4.7 on IMDb. Kept hoping that at some point Travolta or the princess-like love interest for him would be struck by lightning or fall off a building or twist their ankle or die in a terrible car crash or fall from like something from Phantom of the Opera or like or Phantom of the Paradise. Something phantom from something would kill the two of them at any point in the movie because they're both so annoying. This possibly could have been the worst movie that I've ever seen in my entire life. It was a complete awful rage. Mm-hmm. But there was one important thing that happened in this. Okay. Because you know what I want to do? I don't. Strut. Oh. And that's exactly how the movie ended. The strut saved it. The strut saved it. It was like it was going for the worst movie I've ever been seen. the worst ever. And then, now it's just really, really god-awful. Yeah. And then it was just like, you know what? John Travolta leaves the cinema, our theater or whatever it was, when he did his dance play thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and he's mm-hmm. like, the movie just takes a direct turn. He's like, yeah, you know what? I got to leave. And then just walks out and he's like, and then he walks down New York streets. Turn it from a rage to a mondo in one scene. Uh, it was worth the price of Thank admission. goodness you've watched the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, you know what? If I would have turned it off right after they finished the movie slash play thing, yeah. and I didn't get to see the strut, then it would have been awful. There you go. So yeah. it was mondo. It was mondo. Yeah. I want to see this yeah. again. I actually bought put, a copy put, of it. Put that on the website. <laughs> Do you Jim's, really give us a mondo? Jim stayed no, like, <laughs> mondo. The, even the strut couldn't save this, this train wreck of a movie. Beach. I don't think I've ever seen a Domance film before. Like, this is by far the first time I've seen a Domance film ever. I didn't even know that was a genre, but apparently it is now. There you go. I might have to do some research. <laughs> yeah, perhaps, perhaps I'm hoping that you don't do that research. All right, now where's Casey's bag of there's torture? There's Casey's bag. Oh, yeah, this is... It's, this seems pretty juicy. It's just wrong. The printing is so small on it, too. It's sorry. Oh, that's not a... It wasn't a slap. It was a compliment. Who can write so small? I don't know. Type. So, which... What are we watching? Oh, you're going to enjoy this. Do you remember seeing The Last Witch Hunter? No, I probably did. I don't well, remember what it is. You're going to get to watch it again. Is that Vin Diesel? I believe that's a Vin oh, Diesel no. nugget of joy you're going to watch. Oh, so I, good. Yeah. Oh, Casey, it might be just this uh, episode that Bryce is now loud. officially broken. We will be seeing The Last Witch Hunter. Uh, 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 no. Yeah. Try watching a Domance film first. Actually, there may be some dancing in The Last Witch Hunter. So I don't maybe. believe there is. Maybe. 
All right, the last witch hunter. Yeah. That, Sign that, me that up. Vin is uh, lighter than his feet, so you never know. He's <laughs> pretty spry. By the pretty way, spry. just a just a look ahead. At some point, when we're done and someone has to watch High School Musical three, mm-hmm. I got a special surprise for you. Oh. I've been saving it. I was going to give it to you at Christmas. You bought a copy. Oh, of you it? put it. You put it. Uh, You've got it held outside of the bag. Yeah, it's something. The locked bag. It's something that, uh, that that's just for you. Oh, and did you find Crossroads? I don't know. <laughs> Can't believe you spoiled the surprise, Jim. <laughs> did, you, did I actually? Did I actually? Guess you'll find out. I guess I'll find it. You know, my birthday's coming up in July. Ooh. That's true. That would be quite the present. That would be quite the present. Nice. Oh, thanks, Ragers, for listening. Thanks to the Extended Film Rage family, who you can find in our show notes. Thanks to Casey, the nerdy photographer, a.k.a. the god of rage, for the voice of Rager Dare. Find us on social media everywhere at Film Rage YYC. Check out everything Film Rage at FilmRageYYC.com, including our merch site for Redbubble and Public. We are always wanting to make this a raging blast for all listeners, so please comment, like, subscribe, and send us emails to filmragecalgary at gmail.com. Dare us to see terrible movies to fuel our rage, but no matter what you do, you're just going to do some strut. Please, 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 please make us a rage. That's it, that's how we strut on. Rage on. <laughs>